Welcome to the Mucked Up My Self Care Podcast. I'm Jill from New York. And I'm Linda from Tasmania. We are two moms from opposite sides of the world who are living, demonstrating, and helping moms across the world fill their self-care asset bank. Ready to dive in? Messy, interrupted, imperfect, and most of all mucked up. Let's get going. Hello. We're back. Hi. Here we are. Okay. I feel like we're on an old hash at this now. Right. (laughs) <laughs> yet still there's that little flutter of excitement every time we hit record <laughs> like am I going to say the right things but <laughs> no it's, right or wrong it's nice, yeah it's nice to set aside this time every week that we get to get together and record or at least just talk and kind of put ourselves first for just an hour or so yeah. with or without interruptions but um, often, often with, often, yeah, often with, <laughs> such as parenthood. So, mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Linda, can you tell us a little bit yep. more about some of your highs and lows for this week? Oh, highs and lows. Okay, hi. I got to the pool on the weekend for some beautiful laps up and down, up and down. I think it's. I did 54 laps or something, 25 meter pool. That is so impressive. Yeah, just really good. Uh, A lot of it was slow, a lot of it with kickboard and breaststroke. (laughs) Yeah, I did a few sprints and that was sort of like, (gasps) (gasps) gosh, (laughs) I'm done. (laughs) So, yep, yeah, so. Um, that was a definite high. I'm hoping to make that a little bit more of a habit. It's a really nice time on Saturday afternoons, just after Learn to Swim's finished and before the other in, next influx gets in, and so it's a really quiet time. So, yeah. Um, lows, mm, definitely noticing that the fitness is lower than it has been, could be, needs to be. And so, yeah, that's that's a realisation that I need to work on. That's all. Yeah. Mm. What about you, highs and lows? Oh, I think my high is going to be fitness related too. Um, started a new workout routine so I could train for the 5K in the spring of next year and I say train because I hate running (laughs) but I did my first run without my pace lead of Declan at five miles an hour on his bicycle that stops every 100 feet um so it was really good to just have a straight out run for 20 minutes and see what I could do again and it was very very nice for that half hour by myself of running and walking and then just fun exercise that I don't like repeating three times a week, but will because it'll get me somewhere. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. Um and then let's see, my low is um I've been wanting more of quiet alone time where my husband takes my son out for excursions like I do with him 
Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a switch and it's, it's not, it's not there. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of just weighing. And that weight is just a little low. So, but work in progress. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to know with the run, do you hit a bit of a threshold where you find that that first, like, first bit's really, oh, and then you get a little bit past that? And keep going and or are you just to the point where you're like it's all awful I hate it all <laughs> the path I take is what makes me reach that threshold of why did I even take this round because <laughs> it's uphill <laughs> both ways and I'm like oh my gosh it really is such thing as uphill both ways <laughs> but I I have like my halfway point at 10 minutes and then I turn around so I'm doing 10 and 10 to make my 20. And it happens to be at this little beach at the lake we live nearby. And that's where I'm like, I made it to the beach. Okay, let's take a little breath and look out at the view. And then we'll turn around and go back and get right back into running. So I kind of have this little break for that. That was terrible. And I'm ready to do it again. <laughs> I'm not a really a runner, so you know. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Suppose we all learn to love it, just like I will learn to love making time for myself when I feel that I don't need to because everybody else needs that time. Mm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, Linda, do you find yourself being a let's say a martyr, so to speak, when it comes to your time, especially with four kiddos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I often, very, very often put them first over my time. Yep. Mm-hmm. I try to think that I can coexist or co like do things alongside them sometimes, which works. So sometimes if they're reading, um, I'll go and read with them or that sort of thing. But often it is neglecting things like physical health, (laughs) fitness, uh, emotion, mental health, and those Mm -hmm. sort of things. Um, And still a work in practice. I have some moments where it's, pretty good for a while and then it slips back again perhaps and then good for again and slips back so yes I like that idea of reading together but you also have older ones that will sit and read I don't think Declan's at that point to not be able to (laughs) to read on his own and let me sit next to him and read without him wanting to sit in my lap and make me read to him (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um I've been doing, I guess, almost the same thing with my physical workouts and making him a part of it. So like I have my stuff set up in my garage and that's where a lot of his toys are to play on. So he'll want to come sit on the motorcycle with me while I'm working out or play with his toys or put on the helmet for the motorcycle, all these things. And I'm just like, okay, you do this next to me while I work out. And I'm still getting that that little bit of me time with the distraction of him company me in that space. 
And the same thing with the runs. That's why he let him like, okay, he needs to practice riding his bike. What other better time than me running beside him? He'll get mm. faster. He'll get more confident. And maybe he'll be able to take off the training wheels sooner than later if we keep at this. Both of us yeah. reaching goals. Mm. Yeah. Well, I actually introduced a Saturday night read. So mm. with dinner, dinner on Saturday nights, they get to read their books with dinner. Every Saturday oh. night, they're allowed to read with dinner. I like that. They love it. So every everybody picks up a book, even Quinn, because he's watching cool. the old ones. So we, we all get to read with dinner. I like that. That's a cool idea. Yep. And they know that Saturday nights is the night because generally it's a weekend. We've had time with them during the day. It's, Yeah. It's generally a lot more relaxed on a Saturday. And so that's worked well. And then sometimes they try to squeeze it into other nights. So the boundaries <laughs> have to be put in place. <laughs> um, but it's actually worked pretty well. So that's been a good adaptation and has helped me to put some boundaries around it as well. Yeah. Because boundary setting is uncomfortable for a lot of mums. Me included. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I can give an example of that, I guess. With, I mean, let me ask the question. How often are you getting up as the default parent in the mornings? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I give my husband all the credit for all the work that he does because he works six days a week. And so Sunday mornings are his day off on that martyrdom where's my day off so we've been trying to balance that between okay so I get a Sunday morning to sleep in but I still got to get myself up ready for church so it's usually on the day where I don't have responsibilities at church where I'm not singing or participating as um volunteer in some aspect so those mornings I get to sleep in but I hear everything, so I still wake up early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes it's yep. it's uncomfortable rolling over and saying, "Hey, hun, can you actually go get up and you take care of this so I can sleep today?" Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to take that rest away from him either, because I know mm-hmm. he needs it. Yep. yep. So, who else will do that mm-hmm. when? Yep. You finally make the choice to be in the uncomfortable and put yourself first. Mm-hmm. And it's the trust we have to have that someone will pick up the slack. Yeah. And sometimes laying there and listening to that going on in the kitchen, you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Or while you're in the shower, ready for church and you hear banging on the door that nobody's going to go open the door for them. <laughs> hmm Yep. And when you're mm-hmm. done in the shower, you come out to find them sitting in their floor watching shows on their phone because nobody let them out of their room for the morning. Not that we yep. lock him in the room, but the door <laughs> shut. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Think, just going on in a slightly different direction for a second. What do you think about, you know, we're talking I guess about putting ourselves first 
and how our needs and often our core values change when we become parents as well. So sometimes I don't think we know ourselves as much as we used to. So putting ourselves 10 years ago compared to today is very different. I think I've become a whole other person. Yeah. Um, So while I, I agree that I may not have known myself as well as I used to, I think I've also changed completely that I am still discovering who I am with the change of becoming a mother. Mm-hmm. And yep. I might still have some of those core values, which I don't think I've lost, but they've taken a more amplified or a, a louder presence because now I'm more fierce about it because there's an extension of me that I want to instill those values into. But how do you figure yeah. out who you are yeah. in that too? So mm-hmm. it was like this huge <laughs> mess of it's massive. figuring you out. It is massive. Yep. And it requires some honest conversations and some reoccurring conversations and all that yeah. sort of stuff as well. Um, improve, we need to improve our understanding of ourselves as new people, really. Yes. And constantly. That, le- that can lead to understanding how self-care can care for you. It can lead to understanding of how you can fill your cup before being able to take care of others and filling their cup. Yep. It can help us stop neglecting ourselves Mm. because we'll know what we want or what we can and or we find rest in and more bandwidth Mm. in. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder if knowing how we're learning and understanding how we can take care of ourselves will help us no longer neglect ourselves. Yeah. I just think it changes so often. You know, putting yourself first one day can be look really different to putting yourself first on another day. And putting yourself first could be simply remembering to eat breakfast <laughs> with everybody or before everybody. Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe 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 you start serving your own dinner plate first. Yeah. Compared to everybody else's first. Or remember to buy yourself something while you are food shopping and not just mm. all the things that you need to make the family meals. And the lunch boxes. They start on lunch boxes. Oh gosh. Mm. <laughs> yep. As well. Um I'm finding it different now with bedtime. So I feel at times like I've very often had time for myself after the kids have gone to bed. But as the kids are now going to bed later and later and later, 
and some is yourselves. Yeah. 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 So what does that look like? Because I've got, you know, nine months and almost three and then nine and 11. So bedtime starts at sometimes at seven and finishes at 10. That's three hours of bedtime. (laughs) All four kids. It's just like you were saying, you're hopping from one to the next. Yep. It it really does um, feel so stretched out. Yeah. And then by the time you get to wind down after all that, where, what time do you then have? Yeah. To put myself first in things like sleep, physical health. Yeah. As well. So I I don't know exactly what that looks like yet. Sometimes maybe it's, you're going to have to switch your light off after this chapter and I'm going to bed which seems so strange. It seems so strange not to kiss them goodnight and say goodnight and make sure that they're going to bed and all those sort of things as well. So I'm sure many other parents have navigated this. I'm not the only one. I'm sure this is going to going to be continue for many years to come. <laughs> And then when they're teenagers and they don't want to get up until midday, that's again another sort of navigation. Yeah, because we do and we do things together on the weekend. Mm-hmm. What does and then all the like? little things that they throw in there, trying to stay up later and later and later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, skipping naps is a phase that you're in as well. Skipping naps or us purposely saying, okay, you don't have to take a nap because we have plans. So when we put ourselves first, are we then taking away from them and the times that they need to rest too? Mm -hmm. Stuff. So much to think about. I don't have all the answers. Yeah, definitely (laughs) don't. But I like trying to talk through it to figure out better yeah. ways to take care of ourselves, to practice the self-care and to yeah. check ourselves that we're caring for not just ourselves, but everybody mm. and balancing it all out and finding harmony. It's like, mm. as I'm being dragged into the bathroom to go potty now. No. <laughs> <laughs> that I, seems I think, like a good cue. <laughs> Yeah, I think that it's time that we come first. <laughs> <laughs> Let's practice putting ourselves first um, in other ways today. <laughs> <laughs> and until next week, <laughs> we hope you can unstuck all of that muck. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye.